Hey, everybody. This episode is sponsored by the Iowa Public Health Association and the Our Story, Our Shot campaign. For more information, visit OurStoryOurShot.com. Hey, what's up? This is Corey Dion Lewis, clinical health coach and host of the Healthy Project podcast. Now, the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review. Or you can also make a donation to The Healthy Project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Healthy Project Podcast. I am your host, Corey Dion Lewis. I have a great guest with me today. Not new to The Healthy Project Podcast. It's actually one of my very, one of my early early supporter of myself and the podcast and and talking about something that for a while has been really a big part of your life at, at, as a chief medical officer at Broadlawns I have Dr. Shaw with me today Dr. Shaw thank you so much for being with me I appreciate Corey, it great to be with you again before we get into the conversation for those that aren't aware of who you are can you tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you do and, and what motivates you to get up in the morning Perfect. Great, great start. Uh, good morning, all. I'm Dr. Shah. I'm a physician, a geriatrician, and that means I spent extra year at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester training about elder issue. Now, currently, last uh, three years, I'm at Broadlawns as the chief medical officer. Uh, in the past, I've also done MPH, Masters in Public Health, uh, and that gives me not just patient care experience, but also population health experience, including the topic for today, vaccination and the importance of vaccination. Yeah, thank you. And and just getting right right into it, Dr. Shaw, um, and I know you're more aware than, than anyone, but you know, vaccination and the kind of the, the story be around it and, and everybody having their own opinions and thoughts, especially since the, the pandemic. Uh, should I get the vaccine? Is it important for me? Uh, but how does getting vaccinated protect not only the individual, but really about the community? So can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. So as you mentioned, getting any vaccine, whether it's flu shot or mumps, or COVID, it protects me as an individual and then as a community also. And that concept is called herd immunity. So herd immunity, like herd of people, herd of animals, what it does to our body is it teaches my body to and my immune system. My immune system, Corey, is supposed to defend me in case of foreign particles. And it can be foreign particles like the viruses, the bacteria, and anything else. And this vaccine, which is specifically prepared for each disease, uh, trains and teaches my immune, immune system how to get ready and protect me in case if that happens. So if we get, if I get vaccination, uh, then and many of us get, and that creates a herd immunity which protects the community. So the number, 
question comes up to me many times uh, for COVID and for other conditions. What, what is the right number? What percentage of people in the community needs to receive the vaccine to get herd immunity? For, for COVID, initially, in the early stage, we used to say 60 to 70 percent. But in general, for most conditions, I would say 80 to 90 percent is a safe number where if there were 100 people in the room, uh, 90 got flu vaccine. And then if if few 10 didn't get and if few people have the condition now, hopefully everybody will be protected. Right. So it's not when we're talking about protecting the community. You know, I feel like a lot of people, when they hear herd community, because I've heard that term before, but a lot of people who don't know feel like, oh, it has to be everybody. But if we have just the majority of the community, we could protect a lot more people. Agree, agree. Uh, majority of people, number would vary more the better, but 80 to 90 percent would be a safer number for most vaccination. When we talk about vaccinations, what has been the biggest difference in vaccination this year? compared to, you know, early on in the pandemic when talking about, about COVID? Yeah, and and uh, I have gone through, Corey, uh, the whole pandemic on this topic uh, from day one. And what happened, uh, first year of pandemic, uh, the 2020, in the, in the later part, the fall and the, the winter part, we all were eager. Everybody was waiting for the get, mm-hmm. get the first shot. And as soon as it came out, we would have a lot of people call us and come to Broadlands and get it. And as you might recall, uh, your listeners might recall, Broadlands was the, was the first hospital to do mass vaccination free to minority patient population through the partnership of Corinthian Baptist Church and many other partners, Polk County Health Department and many others. So that was a great, great day when people were eager to get their first shot. As the disease progressed, the second uh, year came, the need for the second shot, uh, and then the booster, the third shot of the booster, and then the fourth and fifth, the eagerness for population to get that extra shots has gone down significantly. And and by that I mean is currently less than 25% of Americans who deserve the fifth shot have taken it. So it's a huge drop into the, the eagerness to take it for multiple reasons. And second worry, Corey, we I have as a physician and as a public health, and many people have as a public health uh, experts, is because of this COVID vaccination concern, some people had it, it has affected other well-proven vaccination also. The, the, the number of routine vaccination, whether it's a flu vaccine or child's immune, kids' immunization uh, has nationally gone down also. Oh, really? So do you feel like people are kind of exhausted from it and they're like, okay, this is just too much. So they're now they're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. The vaccine oh. burnout, the pandemic burnout, as we use the term, the, mm-hmm. the mask burnout. Uh, yes, people let's say, hey, enough of that. 
Uh, and then, and like any anything, even though it's a well-proven vaccine, well-studied, uh, there have been uh, cases, including my f- family, this one, where there is some side effect, not just routine side effect of my arm is sore or lethargy or fatigue. Mm-hmm. There have been some cases, and that those negative cases have spread while that people are just in general worried. They should not be. That should not be. I've taken all my five boost shots because I, I am qualified for that. I would recommend to anyone, uh, listeners and others, that if you have not taken any or just few, it's never late. Take your shot. Right. No, absolutely. Dr. Shaw, do you think you know, when you're talking about, you know, the the vaccine burnout and a lot of that, uh, one of the maybe some of the things that contributed to that were some of the side effects. Is it one of those things where those who know, like yourself, those public health experts or those who know a lot about vaccines have an understanding of, hey, their side effects are are normal. Like this, is, these are things that normally do happen, but the the vast majority of people don't didn't really have that information do you feel like if they were to have that information maybe they would be looking at these differently yeah i i feel we we all have selective information Corey, mm-hmm. source and uh, and gathering meaning let me give you an example most of us have taken either aspirin or tylenol how many of us know that both drugs, as simple as common drug as both are, uh, aspirin uh, and Tylenol, uh, either just small dose or over long term can have significant side effects, meaning aspirin has caused a lot of stomach bleed. And I've seen it. My dad went through that. Yeah. Even tiny aspirin, 81 milligram. So that we know, but we take it. Same thing applies to Tylenol. We, a lot of people take Tylenol and then they, they affects the liver, but people take it. Uh, the Tylenol PM, uh, the PM part has a compound mm-hmm. called Benadryl, and that causes on long-term dementia, memory issue, but people take it. So the point is we do a lot of things in our day-to-day life in medicine, uh, knowing that, yeah, it carries some side effect, but the, the risk of advantage Oversight effect outweighs, and we take it. So yes, people hopefully should read more. Know that yes, most vaccine would have some small percentage. So this is the balance. What we have to see is what is the advantage over that tiny side effect. Right. No, that's 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 really good, Doctor Shaw. You know when when it comes to vaccines as a whole and some of the misconceptions what are some of the things that you've heard um some common misconceptions around vaccines that people believe um and keeps them from protecting themselves with you know this uh preventative care a great point and unfortunately yes this i heard in the summer of 2020 uh and unfortunately even in now, uh, early January 2023, some of these misconceptions, some of the worries are still there. Let me start with uh, one or two of them and go to more. One, uh, since this current COVID vaccine is mRNA uh, type, which is uh, RNA, as we all know now, 
uh, type of the compound, the DNA. So the worry early on was, oh, this is going to change the DNA, my cell compound, and affect my whole body. So that has been from day one. And I still hear about the changes uh, COVID vaccination uh, might make to the DNA. So that's one worry. The second uh, worry, which was in summer of 2020, I hear heard first time, and it's still there, is it makes women infertile. That if I get as a female, young female, who wants to become pregnant someday and get the vaccination, that I'll not be able to conceive. And that's not true. There are lots of lots of uh, cases, studies, uh, articles uh, that all around the world, that women, the girls who want to uh, become pregnant with vaccination, become go through normal pregnancy. So those, those are the two. Then others are disease-related for COVID. That if I already have COVID, should I... I should not get the vaccine. And that's not true either. So the, let me summarize. So, so it's not true. There's no studies have shown there's no change in the DNA because of the COVID vaccination. There's no connection to fertility and COVID. The, the, if you get COVID after 90 days, your natural immunity will go down that yes, you still have to get your extra vaccination to boost and help your body to get that extra immune system. Uh, the, the past thing I think is people are now not talking about, but oh, it's too rushed. The vaccine was rushed. And that's mm. not true. The vaccine has been studied in the labs for 10 years before it came out. Uh, and then other things are minor that, hey, if you get the vaccination, you don't have to wear a mask. No, there's no connection. Yeah, it protects you, but you still have to protect with mask also. Right, right. And so you, you still can get pregnant. And, and there are just some, some little things. It's so funny how maybe one person hears something on social media where a lot of this misinformation comes from, and it just spreads like wildfire to the whole world. Oh, agree. And then, like, like that's human nature, Corey. We we remember that one negative story and that mm -hmm. spreads rather than ninety nine times it's become it's positive or or successful or how many cases and deaths have been prevented. So just just so most listeners, most even people in healthcare, Corey, don't we don't realize that. In the in US, the country where it's supposed to be the best in healthcare, we spend the most in healthcare. Uh, almost thirty to seventy thousand Americans die every year because of influenza, mm. because of flu. Thirty to fifty thousand Americans die. So, but people don't realize that connection, uh, and rather than taking the shot or the flu shot. They'd rather take the chance. Right. So um, no, that's really, really good. So Dr. Shaw, you've been you've been doing this for a very, very long time. Um do you have any stories or any examples of how vaccinations has positively impacted someone's life? 
Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I have, yes. The, luckily, going through the first time uh, and, and vaccinating almost 1,000 uh, people, minority mainly, those who would have either not had chance because of transportation issue or would not have come to hospitals like broad lawns, uh, they came and it has positively impacted them. And I, and like many volunteers at that church on that Sunday of March in 2020, I was one of them. And I, we went out in the parking lot for handicapped people who could not come inside mm. and give them the shot. And, and I heard from not just one family, but many families, those whom we went out. We, we gave shots uh, in, the, in the car for more than 30 people. And they said, uh, Dr. Shah, we would not have received the vaccine. We would have not reached out and gone anywhere if this Corinthian and Broadlands partnership had not been available for wow. us. Wow. And then, yes, yes. And then and some of them had in, enough chronic condition that if they had not received Cori vaccination at that time, unfortunately, as we know, COVID had spread and they would have got chronic condition. And on top of that COVID, they would have not survived. The, the, the people, even now, people who die in the U.S., they are the one you, most of them are with chronic condition. Yeah, no, it's, it's very true. You know, Dr. Shaw, so those people listening right now, and they're like, hey, I, I get it. I agree with you. Um, I know I need to be more mindful of my preventative care and, and these vaccines around these times. Um, what are the steps someone can take to ensure that they are able to get vaccinated as soon as they as possible when they when they want to? Yeah, luckily, uh, our systems is uh, accessible, nimble, and uh, easy to take vaccine. And meaning, you can call your doctors, your doc, your clinic, your primary home, your medical home. And most of us should be able to give you right away. Or, so either you can specifically go for the vaccination or if you are there for your diabetes, hypertension or anything else, ask them, say, hey, can I get my flu shot? And can I get my COVID shot? But unfortunately, I never got. And they'll be able to give it. Luckily, the pharmacies, whether it's Hy-Vee, CVS, Walgreens, they carry them and they will be able to give you also. The Polk County Health Department for Polk County residents should be, or most of the county uh, health department should be able to give you, either get the shot or give you the uh, connection where it can be get. So there are many ways to get it. Uh, so that hopefully should not be the reason that we can say, hey, I didn't get my shot because I did not know where to go. There are multiple, multiple places to get the shots. Right. It sounds like it's just simple as just asking and saying, hey, I, I want this and you can get it. Yes. Yes. Great. Well, Dr. Shaw, I want to be mindful of your time. Thank you so much for providing us with this information and continuing to do the work that you do at Broadlands Medical Center, ensuring that our community just stays healthy. Uh, and so thank you so much for that. No, thank you. Get your shot. It's never late. Even if you never got your first shot of COVID or flu, uh, please, please get it.
Awesome. Again, Dr. Shaw, thank you so much for your time. Uh, And everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll have you next time.